Well, good morning, everyone. Thank you all for your encouragements in many different ways, not just in recent days, but throughout the years that we've been together. Um, thank you, Gaylene. Uh, I think many of you would know that there's no exaggeration uh, when I say um, the other than Jesus, <laughs> the, the rock that is beneath me and the anchor that holds me and the pillar that upholds me and the friend that keeps me and secures me more than any other is Galene. And uh, I would not be here. And I would not be still in ministry if not for her encouragement and replenishment and daily help and strength. Um, 44 years of marriage by God's grace. Can I invite you to open your Bible, please, to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. This text of Scripture came to mind as one that seemed fitting for this moment, and I hope that you will see that as we proceed. Matthew 6, beginning in verse 25, this well-known portion of Jesus' most well-known sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 6 and verse 25, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, Will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Father in heaven, would you please open up your word to us. And Lord, may the simple but powerful truth of this passage lead us to a place of greater wisdom and greater trust as we carry out our life together for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Some may be wondering why I've chosen this text to mark this anniversary moment, one year in our building, 40 years in ministry. The answer is that neither of those milestones would have been reached without the truth and the application of this text. This text is saying, among other things, it is saying this, we are to do life one God-dependent day at a time. We are to do life one God-dependent day at a time. That's the simple truth of this text. Do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day, for this day, for today, is its own trouble. We are to do life one God-dependent day at a time. Just over 40 years ago, just over 40 years ago, we met Scott and Debbie Stangley, who you're going to hear from downstairs. Um, and in the early days of our friendship with Scott and Debbie, uh, about six or seven months into that friendship, I got word of a church in New Jersey, Ocean County, New Jersey, that was looking for a pastor. And I was 23 years old. And I had grown up in a pastor's home and I had seen all the joys and all the, the blessings and all the privileges of that. But I had also seen all the other side of it as well. And when I got word that I was invited to be the pastor of this church, I remember having something as close to a panic attack as, as I've ever had. All of a sudden, I, as a 23-year-old, was faced with this prospect, I'm going to be a pastor for the next 40 or 50 years if God keeps me alive. And I was overwhelmed with terror. And about to sink beneath the weight of all of that when I experienced what was the closest thing to an audible voice from heaven that I've ever had. I was in the midst of this panic when all of a sudden the Holy Spirit reminded me of this. Tim, I am not calling you to 50 years of ministry. I am calling you to one day. To one day. Tim, 50 years is none of your concern. 50 years is none of your business. In fact, Tim, tomorrow is not your business. I am calling you to one day at a time ministry. And with that reminder from the Holy Spirit, faith welled up within me. All right, Lord, I can do by your grace one day at a time. I can't do 50 years, but I can do one day. And so began a life of ministry. And now I am, by God's grace, 40 years into that 50 years. And I'm here to tell you, it's been one day at a time. Not as a cliche, but as a way of life. And friends, it's that simple truth that I want to I give to you today. 
you will be astonished at the grace of God when you take life one day at a time. Not a cliche, not a platitude, a profound spiritual truth. Because, friends, the text is telling the truth when it says sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Today has enough trouble in it. Fulfilling whatever responsibilities you have. Facing whatever challenges you have. Experiencing whatever hardships you have. Today's got enough trouble of its own. You don't need tomorrow's trouble. You don't even need yesterday's trouble. Today's trouble is sufficient. It is enough. There is enough trouble in each day to keep us busy and keep us occupied and keep us trusting in God. This principle is taught everywhere in Scripture. Remember just a little earlier in Matthew 6, Jesus taught us to pray how? Give us what? This day our daily bread. I used to wonder when I was younger um, how that applied to me when I already had six loaves of bread in the freezer. You know, I'm six days in advance. I guess I, I don't need to pray this prayer for the next six days. What, what am I to do with that? No. Jesus is not talking about uh, loaves of bread in your freezer or refrigerator. He's talking about the needs of your life. And he is saying that we need to pray, Lord, our Father in heaven, give us this day, this day, our daily provision. The Lord wants us to live like the Israelites lived in the Old Testament. When did the manna come? Every morning. And they were not to take more than what they needed for one day. Just every morning. Fresh supply from the Lord. I am convinced that was in Jesus' mind when he said, give us this day our daily bread. We need to live consciously and deliberately one day at a time. Listen to these scriptures. Psalm 46. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. God is in the midst of her. She, and it's talking about the Lord's people, the Lord's church. She shall not be moved. God will help her when? When the morning dawns. Or how about Psalm 30 and verse 5? Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes when? With the morning. Psalm 42 and verse 8, By day the Lord commands His steadfast love, and at night His song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. Psalm 59 and verse 16, I will sing of Your strength, O Lord. I will sing aloud of Your steadfast love in the morning. For You have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. 
Psalm 68 and verse 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily bears us up. Daily bears us up. Psalm 90 and verse 14. O Lord, satisfy us when? In the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Isaiah 33, O Lord, be our arm every morning, our salvation in the time of trouble. Isaiah 50 and verse 4, The Lord God has given me the tongue of those who are taught. Morning by morning He awakens my ear to hear. Lamentations 3, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies are what? New every morning. Zephaniah 3. The Lord within her is righteous. He does no injustice. Every morning He shows forth His justice. And each dawn He does not fail. And Paul in 2 Corinthians 4 We do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. You see, folks, this isn't a cliche. This is a profound theological truth. This is the doctrine of God's Word. God says to us, my steadfast love will meet you every morning. My faithfulness every morning. My mercies will be new every morning. Great is His faithfulness. That's how to live. 44 years ago, when Galen and I got married, I... I sang to, some of you know this, uh, most of you probably don't. I sang to Gaylene on our wedding day. I was standing right here. She comes in the back door and everybody pauses. And Tim begins to sing. And, and as Tim begins to sing, people I'm sure are waiting to hear some uh, amazingly warm, fuzzy, romantic song come out of my lips as I'm singing to my beloved uh, but it didn't quite work that way. The song that came out of my lips, being the romantic person that I am, the song that came out of my lips was this, day by day and with each passing moment, strength will find to meet our trials here. Trusting in our Father's wise bestowment, we've no cause for worry or for fear. He whose heart is kind beyond all measure gives unto each day what he deems best. Lovingly, it's part of pain and pleasure, mingling toil with peace and rest. Every day the Lord himself is near us with a special mercy for each hour. All our cares he fain would bear and cheer us. He whose name is counselor and power. The protection of his child and treasure is a charge that on himself he laid. As thy days, thy strength shall be in measure. This the pledge to us he made. And later on, one by one, the days, the moments fleeting. And the whole song is really about suffering. Toil and hardship and pain 
and sorrow. And this is my wedding song to my bride. You say, Tim, you missed it. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the Lord gave an awareness that the life that was ahead of us was going to include great sorrows and trials. And we're going to go into this together knowing that day by day He will be with us and keep us faithful to Him and faithful to each other. We must do life one day at a time. We must do sorrows one day at a time. Throughout the life that God has called us to, there have been many sorrows and many pains and many losses. But with each new day, there has come fresh supplies from the Lord. Friends, if you live beyond today, you will get swallowed up in anxiety and fear. You're thinking perhaps of some particular long ordeal in your life. And you say, how can I do this for the next 10 years or 20 years or 30 years? And the Lord is saying to you, don't worry about the next 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. Trust me for today. Trust me for today. Most of you know I live with a headache. A headache began 33 years ago, which means that 33 out of the 40 years of my ministry have been done through a headache. And yet every day, every day, God has woken me up and given me grace for another day. I'm here to declare the faithfulness of God. And I'm here, I am here to to invite you to a perspective on life that frees you from unneeded anxiety, fear, and crippling worry. Do today. Somebody asks you, well, I can't do this for the next 24 years. Say, yeah, that's right, but you can do it for the next 24 hours. Because God's grace will meet you in each of those hours and will be waiting for you when you wake up tomorrow morning for whatever that day brings. I'm here to tell you, this is not a cliche. This is not a platitude. Pour all kinds of theology into it. Truth about God and His faithfulness. Pour it into it. Do life one day at a time and see how God sustains you and keeps you and you will find mercy when the morning dawns and you'll still be singing when the evening comes this is who our God is and come to think of it the reason any of us are here right now the reason we are still alive still moving forward is because God in his mercy has given us daily grace day after day year after year in our lives so at the end of the day what will happen not to us O Lord 
not to us, but to your name be glory. Great is your faithfulness. May God write this truth upon our hearts and apply it to our lives. Father in heaven, thank you for steadfast, every morning grace and mercy. Thank you. Thank you for being faithful. Thank you for keeping us, for watching over us, to providing fresh supplies of mercy and grace. Lord, help us to live in today, to rejoice in today, to rejoice in you. In Jesus' name, amen.